Hi, Summer. Hi, Sienna. It's almost time to go to sleep, but first we're going to read you a story, and this story is called Jack and the Beanstalk. Oh, let's see what happens. Are you ready? Let's go. Once upon a time, there was a widow who had a very lazy son called Jack. They lived together in a tiny cottage. Jack and his mother were very poor. As time went on, they became poorer and poorer, while Jack grew lazier and lazier. Soon Jack and his mother were so poor that all they had left in the world was one cow. At last, the day arrived when Jack's mother said, Tomorrow you must take our cow to market and sell her. She is all we have left in the world, so be sure you get a good price for her. The next day, Jack set off for the market. On the road, he met a butcher who asked him where he was going with the cow. When Jack told him, the butcher said, I will exchange these beans for your cow. He showed Jack some strange-looking beans, all of them different colour. I would be a fool to exchange my cow for your beans, said Jack. Ah, but these beans are not ordinary beans, replied the butcher. These are magic beans. Jack thought what a fine thing it would be to have some magic beans. So he gave the cow to the butcher, put the beans in his pocket and set off for home. Look, mother, cried Jack, I have exchanged our cow for these magic beans. His mother was very, very angry. (gasps) You silly boy, now we shall surely starve. In her anger, she threw the beans out of the window and sent Jack upstairs to bed without any supper. The next morning, when Jack woke up, his room was much darker than usual. He looked out of the window and saw a huge beanstalk had sprung up during the night from the magic beans that his mother had thrown out of the window. Jack ran outside and immediately began to climb the beanstalk. He climbed and climbed, but whenever he looked up, the top of the beanstalk still stretched upwards out of sight. After many hours of climbing, Jack reached the top of the beanstalk and stepped off into the wild bear country. A long road led away from the distance. Jack set off along the road and soon he met a very old woman. Good morning, Jack. She said. Jack was amazed that the woman knew his name. I know all about you, she said. This land belongs to a wicked giant. When you were a baby, the giant stole all your father's belongings. That is why your mother is now so poor. You must try to get your father's wealth back, she continued. If you are brave, I will try to help you. At that, the old woman disappeared, and Jack went forward along the lonely road. Towards evening, Jack came to a castle. He knocked on a great door, and a woman opened it. I am tired and hungry, said Jack. Please can you give me some supper and a bed for the night? Oh, my poor boy, 
cried the woman. My husband is a giant and he eats people. He would be sure to find you and eat you for his supper. Jack felt afraid when he heard this, but he was too tired and hungry to go another step. So he pleaded with the woman to take him in. At last, the giant's wife agreed, and she led Jack into her kitchen. Then she set a fine supper for him. He had finished eating when the ground was shaken by heavy stamping feet. Three loud knocks were heard at the door. It was a giant returning home. Jack's heart began to thump. The giant's wife began to shake. She grabbed Jack and pushed him into the oven, which fortunately was cold. Then she went to let her husband in. The giant stomped into the kitchen, sniffed around and roared. Fee-fi-fo-fum, I smell the blood of an Englishman. Be he alive or be he dead, I'll grind his bones to make my bread. Nonsense, said the giant's wife. You are dreaming. And she set an enormous meal on the table before him. As the giant was hungry, he sniffed no more, but sat down to eat. Jack peeped at the giant through the crack in the oven door. He was astonished to see how much the giant ate. When the giant had finished his meal, he shouted to his wife. Bring me my hen. His wife bought the hen and went off to bed. Lay, shouted the giant, whereupon the hen laid a golden egg. Another, roared the giant, and the hen laid another. Again and again, in the voice of the thunder, the giant shouted, Lay! Soon there were twelve golden eggs on the table. Then the giant fell asleep in his chair and snored so loudly that the castle shook. As soon as Jack heard the snores of the giant, he crept out of the oven, seized the hen and tiptoed out of the castle. Then he set off running along the road as fast as he ever could. On and on he ran until at last he came to the top of the beanstalk. He climbed down quickly and took the wonderful hen to his poor mother. When Jack set the hen on the table and ordered it to lay a golden egg, Jack's mother couldn't believe her eyes. Now our worries are over, she said. But after a while, Jack longed for another adventure. He was determined to visit the giant's castle again. He disguised himself so that the giant's wife would not know him. Just as before, Jack climbed the beanstalk and reached the castle towards evening. When the giant's wife opened the door, he said, I'm hungry and I'm tired. Can I stay for the night? You cannot stay here, replied the giant's wife. The last boy I took in stole my husband's hen. But Jack chatted so pleasantly that eventually the giant's wife let him in. After Jack had eaten a good supper, the giant's wife hid him in a cupboard. No sooner had she done this when in stomped the giant roaring. Fee-fi-fo-fum, I smell the blood of an Englishman. Be he alive or be he dead, I'll grind his bones to make my bread. Nonsense, said the giant's wife. You, 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 you're dreaming. 
and she set an enormous supper before him. After supper, the giant roared, Fetch me my money bags. His wife brought the bags and went off to bed. The giant emptied all the money onto the table and counted it over and over again before putting it back into the bags. Then he fell asleep. As soon as Jack heard the giant snores, he crept out of the cupboard and picked up the heavy money bags. He managed to sling them over his shoulder. Then he let himself out of the castle as quietly as possible. Jack could not run along the road because the money bags were so heavy, but he reached the top of the beanstalk safely. Jack's mother was overjoyed to see him, and when she emptied the the money bags on the table, she was astonished. With the money, they built a bigger house and bought furniture, new clothes and food. Jack and his mother were very contented, but soon Jack began to long for more adventure. He was determined to visit the giant's castle once more. This time, Jack used a different disguise. Once again, Jack climbed to the beanstalk, followed the same path and arrived at the castle door. The giant's wife did not recognise him and he begged for a night's lodging. No, no, she cried. You cannot come in here. The last two boys that I took in were thieves. No, no, you cannot come in. Jack begged and begged and at last the giant's wife took pity on him, let him in and gave him some supper. She then hid him in the wash basket in the corner. Soon the giant became home and roared, Fee, fi, fo, fum, I smell the blood of an Englishman. Be he alive or be he dead, I'll grind his bones to make my bread. Nonsense, said the giant's wife. You are dreaming. And she set an enormous supper before him. After supper, the giant shouted, Bring me my harp. The giant's wife brought a beautiful golden harp and set it on the table before him. Then she went off to bed. Play! roared the giant, and the harp began to play on its own accord. Jack had never heard such sweet music. The harp continued to play until the giant was almost asleep. Then he shouted, Stop! and the music stopped. As soon as Jack heard the loud snores of the giant, He jumped out of the corner and seized the harp, but the harp called out, Master! Master! The giant woke up in a fury. You are the boy who stole my hen and my money bags! He bellowed. Then he staggered to his feet and set off after Jack. Jack was terrified. He ran for his life towards the beanstalk. Looking over his shoulder, Jack saw the giant striding after him. Then he ran as fast as he had ever run before in his life. Jack reached the top of the beanstalk safely, but the giant was close behind him. He scrambled and slid down the beanstalk, shouting, Mother, mother, bring me the axe quickly. The giant is coming. Then Jack's mother brought her son the axe. By then, the giant was climbing rapidly down the beanstalk. Jack swung the axe with all his strength and gave one almighty blow to the beanstalk. The beanstalk toppled down and there was a tremendous thud as the giant was thrown headlong to the ground. The giant fell dead in Jack's garden and so big he was that he filled it from head to toe. 
Pointing at the, girl, the giant, Jack said to his mother, He robbed us of all our wealth. At that moment, there appeared to be an old woman who had talked to Jack. She told them that she was really a fairy and that it was she who had made Jack take the magic beans in exchange for the cow. She had wanted him to climb the beanstalk and she had let, in, let him into the giant's castle. Your troubles are now over, the fairy told Jack and his mother. You will never be poor again and you will be happy as long as you live. And so it was, Jack and his mother lived happily ever after. The end. I hope you enjoyed it, Summer and Sienna. That was a really cool story about magic beans. Good night. We love you. Good night, girls. We love you. Sleep well.